So I made my own verses list based on what I think we're going to see, what we haven't seen yet, what we should see. You ready? I'm ready. Let's see what you think. Mary versus Mariah. I Tony, love it. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. There's a lot. There's a lot. We'll just so okay. We can, get each, we can get each. We can get each reaction. Mary versus Mariah. Go ahead. Love it. Tony versus Faith. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm, Destiny's Child versus TLC. That would never happen, but love it. It, it would. Why wouldn't it happen? It would. I think it could happen. It would just be sad to see the three Destiny's Child and then the two TLC. That would suck. That would be sad to visually see. But that's like. Know. That's also. I feel like when you do a versus with like members who are in like you know in the group and then not in the group, mm-hmm. you know, and then you play the old songs, it's like putting in vogue in the verses is like. Oh, I didn't get the whole. Okay. Oh, I saw that coming. SWV versus in vogue. I'd love to see it. I had to recant this one with Escape versus 702, and then I changed it to Escape versus Total. But either one, nobody's going to have 20 songs. So, next. Oh, my God. Uh, God bless. <laughs> Joe versus Keith Sweat. Ooh, that's a good one. Mary Mary versus BB and CC. Keith, Keith, um, Joe, Joe will be taking that one, by the way. Mm-hmm. Joe's going to play, They Say This Is a Big Rich Town, and then it's <laughs> over. <laughs> It's over. Mary Mary and BB and CC. D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. D'Angelo versus Bilal. If you can get D'Angelo to do a versus, oh my God. That's, I don't know. It's going to smell like Indian musk and mm-hmm. just black incense. And I love it. Music versus India Ari. That's fair. I think so. Wouldn't you? I mean, initially I had. Mm, no, no, never mind. I'm moving on. I'm not even gonna say what I had initially. Okay. Tank versus Eric Bellinger. That's good mm. because not only Song vocals, songwriters. Yes, it's, it'll be like another uh, Johnson versus Neo. Mm-hmm. Brian Michael Cox versus James Fauntleroy the second. Like <sighs> I need, like I need it. <laughs> I want. I kind of want this one more than any other one. That would be so good. But you know, also when you do like like producers and songwriters, when they do a verses, like I feel like you're gonna hear some of the songs you've already heard before and like other verses. That's fine. I would be like, Oh, I didn't know it came from you. Yeah. Yeah. Um Ryan Leslie versus Hitmaker. <laughs> Goodbye, <Colin. laughs> You don't think I mean, no, Youngberg, aka Hitmaker. He's got a lot of he hits under so his many, belt. He has so many, so many, so many songs. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to think who'd be formidable for Ryan Leslie. Hitmaker's pretty hit. He's hot. Um, hit Boy already went to, uh, so I couldn't do him. Jermaine Dupree versus Puff Daddy and the Hit Boys. The whole Why producers. And? Because it's not just Puff Daddy who'd be producing them beats. It's Stevie J and all them boys who are but, on the Hit Boys. Which is squad. true. Which is true, but that's a disadvantage. Why? Because it's so many people against one. And Jermaine Dupree can still come up against all of them. He can. He can. It's correct. And I was actually mm. waiting for you to say, like, Stevie J in mm. one of these. Because Stevie J, you know, music-wise, is really legendary. He wasn't that joking. He's not just, boy. he's not just, uh, exactly, he's not just some love and hip-hop reality star, like, and Faith's I'm, husband. Right. I'm almost done. Usher versus Justin. People have been in my comments. People have been. Pissed about this one. Like but for that. I want you to know. So I initially I had Usher versus music. Oh. 
initially I had Usher versus Music, and people were like, "What?" And I was only said that because I'm thinking, okay, Usher's an R&B king. Chris Brown's not doing it. He already said he's not. So what other R&B king could we have that's up? That's not R. Kelly. That's up there with Usher. And I was like, <laughs> I came to music. I was like, people don't give him his credit. He definitely has 20 R&B songs he could easily put down there. But I don't think that that's the one. I think it that's has to be. That's not a fair battle. It has to be Justin. And people don't like it. They think that he's kind of like the the white ripoff version of Usher. I think Justin would d- disagree. I can't. Y'all can't. I wasn't even. I didn't rock that hard. But you can't tell me that y'all Negroes was not rocking so hard to that first set. Justified. Justified. Album Justified the, and Future Sex Love Sounds. Come on, Future Sex and the and the um the the um twenty twenty vi- the first the first twenty twenty vision yes. album. Yes. Ooh, All right, come on. Time. I'm just saying. It's. Just... Th- I think that that'll be a great battle, but at the same the... time, Justin's probably gonna throw in some and sing songs, and that... he can't do that. Sorry, and so he then cannot throw in sync songs. Yeah, he cannot throw in sync songs. Just, just because that's a whole other battle. That's a whole other battle. Just, uh, um, just Justin songs versus Usher, and it's like it's the same way that Brandy. I think I see it the same way that Brandy and Monica are like daughters of Whitney. Mm-hmm like direct descent like you know from the same house descendants the same like same you know same they house. think they are but it's okay you know usher and justin are direct they're like the same house as michael jackson that's a fact like that's so a fact. i feel like i just feel like that's that's fair that's a fact that's fair that's fair it's probably not gonna happen you probably know not. it's almost no here, well, here's the list of things that probably won't happen here we go joe to see versus drew hill you need Never. A, neither band can come together long enough to you know, Here's another one that will never happen. Boys to Men versus New Edition. Boys to Men can get it together, but New, New Edition, Edition hate, they all hate each other. And if they do, oh my God, I just want Wanye to sing live and just blow everybody away and show he still has them goddamn vocals. Oh, yeah, he's, fresh. Yeah, I, heard, I saw that video. Yeah. Last one that probably never happened Kanye versus Drake. Ever. It's never Ever. gonna happen. Oh, and if it does, they need to make that like the New Year's Eve like battle or something like oh. that to end twenty twenty, like Kanye yeah, versus that'd be, Drake. That'd be nice. Mm, and lastly, oh, last two. Jay Z versus Nas, duh. I was gonna say yeah, Jay Z, but then that's not gonna happen. Or Jay versus Ye. Yeah, no. I it's mean, not gonna happen yeah, either. we they could, but I mean, not the only person Nas can go up against is Jay Z, so you got to save it for that. And lastly, it took me a while to come to that. I really didn't think that there was anybody, but it wouldn't be a vocal battle, but it would be a hits battle. Beyonce versus Rihanna. I'm laughing at the fact you said it wouldn't be a vocal battle. It wouldn't be a vocal battle. I'm just saying. And initially, (laughs) God bless. I'm just, let's just not kid ourselves. I mean, we're just being for real. It would be a hits battle. It would be a good one. So then Rihanna versus Ciara. Then, okay, sure. And and Rihanna's killing that. Rihanna's crushing that. I mean, I know that. And actually, that's the other only one I left because initially, I left Sierra out because initially I had, I didn't think of Rihanna, I had Beyonce versus Janet. <laughs> nah. But then people, people kill me for that. But I was like, but don't know, but I don't want to see Sierra versus Janet. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I feel like Beyonce versus Janet here. wouldn't work because 
Janet came before her, like, and really did pave the way a lot. Sure. So she haven't had that seen, but haven't, She's a Jackson. She's but didn't losing. we see, didn't we see Neo, and who did Neo go up against? Jonta. Dang, nah, we saw some, uh, I know we saw somebody go up against, like, the idol or something like that. <sighs> the Sean okay. Garrett one? I don't remember. Because <laughs> at that point. I'm just saying, who else, who is there, if there's if it's not Rihanna, then who is going to verse Beyonce? Her husband. No, I mean, I thought, I've only thought of, I thought of Beyonce versus Mariah, Beyonce versus Jay-Z, but they've got people, who's going to verse Beyonce? Who is it? No damn body. Beyonce, I don't know. The same, the same verdict of who would verse Missy, and it's nobody. Oh, sorry, last one. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's the who? last one, too. Missy versus... Pharrell. Mm. A Virginia battle. And Missy, you can't just put her up against a rapper. You got to put her up against also another super producer. Rapper slash super producer. Pharrell versus Missy. I want to see it. Or put the cousins against each other. Pharrell versus Tim. Tim and Swizz already went. When? You talking about like Hot 97? Yeah, they st- they started it. They don't uh, count. Uh. They can't go no more. They can't. You can't add them. So it's, I think it's gotta be missing. But they didn't do it virtually. So okay. God bless. <laughs> Once again, Beyonce is unmatched. Let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to calm your happy ass down because you are so excited to finally purchase Avengers, Marvel's Avengers on PS4 tonight. (laughs) You can listen to this podcast on the way to moving into Ray's house from the projects because you just found out that you have a twin sister. I started watching Sister Sister on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, saw Jack A tweeted it. Oh my goodness, so nostalgic, so great. I love, I love how black and great Netflix has been, and it's amazing. But either way, anyway, this is the On the Way podcast. Black Queen, yes, Sylvie Jones. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I feel blessed. Great to be alive in this space. Um, despite anything that I'm going through, I really try to not, you know, dwell on it too much. Entering in a brand new month for fourth quarter of the year, last and final quarter of the year, my birthday mm. month also. So, mm. you know, going through a whole bunch of just revelations about the year and about my whole year and, you know, what I want for myself for the future, what's coming what I'm manifesting. So I've just been in that, you know, in that space right now. I get in that space every beginning of September. My birthday doesn't fall until towards the end. So any beginning of September, I feel like it's a brand new, you know, a brand new me and a transitioning moment. So mm. you can say I'm in the matrix, kind of. Amen. All right. Man. How are you, Kala? Uh-huh. 
Trinity. That's what we'll call you from now on, Trinity. Um, I am doing three zero, not five seven. Does three zero because I'll be thirty. Okay. <laughs> Trinity three zero. I was talking about Trinity from uh, the Matrix, but okay. All right. I've never seen the movies, so. Oh no, you did. Oh my god. Child, I wasn't woke back then. Lord, <laughs> well, I look like well, being woke at six years old watching The Matrix. Like this, it wasn't. You wasn't six. <laughs> you were at least nine and eight. Uh, oh my God, the government. <laughs> in other news, here we sit once again on the eve of yet another. <laughs> I'm so done of Beyonce's birthdays. Lord, what is this? 37, I think. Lord, thank you, Lord. I thought she was 39. Shh. Oh, my God. Dear Lord, thank you for allowing the queen to see another year, for allowing her to continue to edify us and and fill fill our souls. Thank you for her service, Lord. Thank you for, for her vision. Thank you for her gift. And please continue to keep her and her family and her mind and her soul and everything intact. I'm very done. Oh, in your great name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Very done. Say amen, Sylvie. Say I'm amen, really, Sylvie. I'm very done at the fact that Beyonce <laughs> is not that age. <laughs> she's aging just, like beautifully. So I we just can said say it, it on the eve of another birthday. We can say it. You actually said an age. We can say it. She is. 30s. She's she's turning forty. Yeah. Wow. Go B. Really? Mm-hmm. Go B. Well, there's that. Yeah, and I'm. Oh, oh. There's that, and on top of that, I am so excited. So, that you don't understand. So, on top of it being September fourth, Beyonce's birthday, it's also September fourth, the release of uh, I'm a PlayStation gamer head. You already know the release right. of uh, NBA 2K21, which I'm not as pressed about. I got 2K20. I just got it this year free. As long the play is still the same, you know, I play it until Christmas. Maybe get another one. I'm not that pressed to get a new one every year. Same time I'm coming out. 2K, 2K21. <laughs> I don't need all that. I got 20. I'll be all right. But I must tell you that I'm so excited for the Marvel Avengers game, which is coming out tonight. It was supposed to come out. We've been waiting for like a year. Like They announced it back like 2019, the beginning. They said it was going to come out in April of this year. We were hype. Corona hit. We was like, oh, we ready. And then he's like, uh, we're going to push it back to September. Exactly. And so now the day has come. And I cannot wait. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Still been playing the Ghost of Tsushima. I'm still like, you can call me Lord Jin Sakai, the samurai. And, Mm -hmm. um, oh, yes, I've been doing that. (laughs) I've done that game. It's been great. But uh, I can't wait to get this Marvels into my, this Avengers into my system. And that's, you know, we're here in September. September is is pretty much Christmas time. The year's over. As soon as we get to September, it's Christmas, in my opinion. Oh, my bad. She's 39. Yikes. Okay, see. Round it up. Round it up. I knew it wasn't almost. Right. I knew it wasn't quite there yet, but almost. You can just round it up. You're going to cut off a whole person's year of life. You're just going to take a whole year off. I mean, um, she's aging gracefully and beautifully, I think. Beautifully, beautifully, beautifully. Let her get to 40. Age oh gracefully. God. Don't brush it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 
And uh, yeah, man, September, it's Christmas time, like I was saying. What? It's, it's Christmas time. It's as soon as September hits, in my opinion, it, I, it turns to Christmas. It's the Christmas season because right now is September. We are when you go to CVS right now, you're gonna start seeing Halloween stuff in the store right now. How annoying! Then by the end of this month, when you see the Halloween stuff in the store, you're gonna start seeing the Thanksgiving stuff in the store by October the second. Then by the time November the first come, guess what you're gonna start seeing. The yeah, Christmas, Christmas stuff. Things. So it all just starts right now, in my opinion. It's the yeah. end of the year. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. But it's and, and it's our, both our birthday seasons, though. So it's countdown. It's I'm more of a like fall. You're more of a like winter. I'm a fall birthday. Don't do that to me. Fall's <laughs> my favorite season. All right. I mean, round up the date of your birthday to the nearest month. There's a That's whole December. month. And There's a whole is... month before my birthday <laughs> and the actual first day Round of winter. off the date. It goes to, you're towards the end of November. There's a whole month before it's my birthday winter. and winter. Anyway, are you ready? Yeah, let's get it. Let's get into the weekly playlist. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every week. This week we've got Living Off Experience by The Locks, Gospel According to PJ by PJ Morton, Celia by Tiwa Savage, and Spell My Name by Tony Braxton. Spicy. This week, I had Living Off Experience by The Locks. Straight from Yonkers, New York, The Locks are three talented rappers, Sheik Lush, uh, Styles P, and Jadakus. They were originally signed to Bad Boy in 95, but that was... Money, power, respect. Short-lived. They ended up um, signing to Rough Riders Entertainment a few years later, and then eventually creating their own label, D-Block. Mm. Hold on, because I'm getting my life the fuck together now. Both their debut albums, Money, Power, Respect, and their second album, We Are the Streets, reached topped one and two on Billboard's top R&B charts. Uh, and here we are four years after their third album with Living With Experience. With producers such as Scotch Thorch, A-Rab Music, and Swiss Beats, to name a few, this album really does go hard. I was frying at first. I'm not even going to lie. Um, I really enjoyed Move. Gave it to him. Miss You featuring T-Pain. And probably my favorite from this project is Bout Shit featuring DMX. I really, really, really enjoyed the, they have the Rough Riders Chronicles on BT, so I've been watching it for these past few weeks, hearing like the uh, backstory on how um, they formed together and how the locks formed and how DMX and things like that, and really hearing the backstory of everything, um, makes you really appreciate just the music, the culture, the time. Um, I'm glad that I grew up with it. I grew up like looking at the money, money, power, respect video. Like, wow, this key really is the key to life. 
<laughs> at like the age of five, like, okay, <laughs> buddy, pal, respect, okay, you know. So, well, my dad, I remember when my dad was still working. I think he was like, I think he was just finished working for Arista, and it's like that whole family still bad boy and all of that. And so he got, I was like, it was, it was like five or six. He was like, come on, son, I got to stick us to this concert. I'm like, okay. It's, it was like the bad. It was like the Diddy Bad Boy and Friends tour, like the first one. Mm-hmm. So like it, it was like right after right after Big died, and it's like Mace, Buster, all these people. And then I remember when Buster came, I was so scared. He came out of this skull. I was so scared. Yes, yes, <laughs> so like yes, six, yes. I was like, Dad, Dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, your dad's <laughs> like for the culture, for the culture. It's like shut yes. up and watch this, son. Shut, shut up, up and watch this. Yeah, don't you appreciate that? But then I, but then they did. Um, I remember that was the only song I really knew at the concert when they came. When Lil Kim set came out, and then she brought everybody on stage, and they did "Money, Power, Respect." I was like, mm. "Key to Life." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was that. Yeah, yeah. This is really good. Word. This week for my first album, I had the seventh studio album from the New Orleans native and playlist favorite PJ Morton with his first official gospel album entitled Gospel According to PJ. Um, If you're not familiar, PJ is, well, I know what we're familiar, but if you're not familiar with (laughs) PJ's gospel roots, his dad is, is Bishop Paul S. Morton who is a, um, another famed uh, preacher and singer who hails from the Midwest, who hails from um, the Detroit area, same place as the Clark sisters and the Winans and um, commissioned. And so those roots easily transferred down to PJ, who grew up as a PK, a preacher's kid. And I think that you can hear that gospel influence in all of his music, uh, the way that he combines the R&B and it also sounds like gospel. I think it's his signature and it's why we love him. So this album, however, was his first ever official gospel album. And similar, I thought similar to the, um, the similar, but not half as long as the Snoop Dogg album. But it was similar in the sense <laughs> that some of these songs he's singing on and some of them he just invited other people to sing on. But it's clear that his production is there all the way through. Some of the features on this album included... Oof, uh, his dad, Bishop Paul S. Morton, Kim Burrell, Lord J. Moss. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was amazing. Love me some J. Moss. Jermaine Dolly, Kirk Franklin, Lena Bird Miles, commissioned. He got commissioned together. Commission is a group that was started a long time ago that, that consists of um, Fred Hammond and Warren. Um, why do I want to say Warren Seth? That's nice. Marvin Seth. I was going to say, Jay, Fred, Fred Hammond and Marvin Sapp. Um, and they're not the only members of the group, but he got them to reunite and come together for the song Over and Over, which is amazing. Daryl Walls of the Walls Group, 
head honcho of the Walls Group, the lead singer, or I guess, you know, the oldest brother. And Zacardi Cortez on So In Love had this island vibe. It was perfect. The Clark Sisters. The Clark Sisters. They're just having this huge year, man. New yeah. album, song, soundtrack album on movie. Snoop's, you know, movie. Now on this one. This, and they're doing like a virtual tour now. I love this song. Here mm-hmm. it comes again. It was perfect. I really don't know which song I'm going to play off this album. There was a lot of really, really, really good ones. God Can slash Let Go. You know, Let Go, Let God. He already had, so he had his song, God Can, and then he tagged on a Smokey Norfolk song, Let Go. And Smokey came on and sung, uh, Soon as I stop worrying about how the story ends, mm. and I let go and I let God. It was, oh my God, it was amazing. That was amazing. I don't know if, if, if Smokey like re-recorded it or if he just spliced it, but it worked. It was perfect. Then Brian Courtney Wilson, Tasha Cobbs, and Travis Green were on Never Be the Same. And then he ended it with um, Do You Believe featuring Yolanda Adams, which was featured on his 2017 or 18 Christmas album, I believe. But he just took that and plucked it on here and it, and it ended it perfectly. This is a great album by T- by PJ. And um, I think it, it was kind of like, it's kind of like Fantasia. Like we still are just waiting for the gospel album. Like, you know, it's like... Why are you waiting, sis? Like, just do it one time, <laughs> just one time, and then you know we'll, we'll be off you. We'll, be, we'll stop. We'll stop. Will you? I feel like some, a lot of times we say that to artists, and then it's good, and then we're just like, well, let me get give us one. another one. Yeah. What about a wing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For my second album this week, I had Celia by Tiwa Savage. She is a Nigerian singer, songwriter, and actress from London. At the age of 16, she was singing background vocals for George Michael. Uh, eventually, she began doing the same for artists such as Mary J. Bly, Shaka Khan, Blue Cantrell, and Kelly Clarkson. Tiwa has been in the game, whether it's singing um, background vocals or songwriting for artists such as Babyface. She released her debut album, Once Upon a Time, in 2013, and here she is now with her third studio album. Tiwa's voice is unique to me. Um, it's slight. It has a slight rasp to it, but it's a clear pitch. Um, this album is straight up like Afrobeat, so you know I was swaying side to side, it was dancing, and, and really just feeling the vibe, even if I didn't know a lot of the lyrics because they weren't in English. I still enjoyed it. Cannot believe that this woman has been in the game for this long. Um, How long? Basically since 1996. What? Tia Savage? Mm-hmm. She's not new? Mm-mm, exactly. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Behind the scenes and then now. Uh, a few favorites of mine from this project are Save My Life, Ole featuring Naira Marley, Park Well featuring Davido. Um, I really like Dangerous Love. And I also enjoy Temptation featuring Sam Smith. Temptation. Temptation. That's all I see when I look at you.
week from my second album, I had the 10th studio album, Spell My Name, by R&B Veteran. <laughs> and in the words of her sister Tamar, the Tony Braxton. Mm. Um, there's no need to give you a bio on Tony. If you don't know, then you don't oh. know. You better ask somebody. But ever since Love Should Have Brought You Home, I will always play these albums in the house, in the car, on the walk-in, on the iPod, on the iPhone, everywhere. Love me some Toni Braxton. Um, and she was really like my first introduction. And when I think of R&B music and the songs that like really give me like the foundation of what I consider R&B, I, I think of Week by SWV. Mm. Um, I think of End of the Road by Boys to Men and Love Should Have Brought You Home by Toni Braxton. Like when my, my, my youngest thoughts of what R&B music was hearing on the radio and then at home, that was that was it. Um the features that she has on this album, who uh, she's got Missy, she's got Missy Elliott on "Do It," she's got her on "Gotta Move On," which was really dope to hear them collab. Like there, I think I can't tell her didn't produce this song, so I can't tell. Mm-hmm. I think she wrote on it, and I can hear some of her backgrounds. But it's a really nice collab. Also, she also has, and she has production on the the last song on here, the bonus track, Nothing, is produced by her longtime collaborator, Babyface. She's on, she's on this album cover with her shortcut. We got shortcut Tony back. I mean, she's we love back. all versions of, of Tony, but I think love, shortcut Tony is like my favorite version of Tony. It's just vintage Tony. It's just vintage. She looks great and everything. But um, this was a really dope album, just for her being here this long. As long as she has been and the album still really hits from top to bottom, there's different songs. There's a whole bunch of different, it's different, it spans the, the, the different, um, it spans the scope of R&B. There's mm-hmm. older contemporary, there's younger, there's, um, older contemporary is not a thing. There's contemporary, there's, you know, more vintage sounding R&B. There's something for the older people, for the younger people. Tony's still on it, and she sounds amazing. And the Tony versus Faith versus would be amazing. It was. People tried to sleep on Faith. I went, I went, and I found twenty. I found twenty-one Faith songs. Actually, she's got them. Mm. This week for our honorable mentions, we had the albums "No Ceilings" by Lil Wayne, CTV Three, Cool Tape Volume Three. By Jaden Smith. And The Wild Card by Lettucey. And the singles, Never Felt This Way by Tweet, Gifted featuring Roddy Rich by Corday, and Lost One by Jasmine Sullivan. Go out and fuck different people to cope and ignore our precautions. You drink and you drink and get faded You feel like this your only options 
it's too late, I understand Sometimes it's too late to make amends Just hear me out before you let it go There is one thing I need for you to know Just don't have too much fun without me Don't have too much, don't have too much fun Please don't forget about me, try not to love no one And now it's time for Music News. This past week, we got the versus battle that we have been waiting for since The Boy Is Mine, since Mm. our adolescence, since the late 1990s. We had the pleasure of witnessing the verses between Brandy and Monica, or Monica Mm. and Brandy, however you want to put it based on your fan base. Brandy and Monica. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what? <laughs> both of them. Um, both of them. I just want to start out by saying within a, probably 15 minutes, the views went straight to one million. Mm. Okay? One million. One Beautiful. million. Beautiful. It actually went to, uh, it got as high as 1.2 million views um and even sustain that even through an intermission but we probably get to even through everything it still stained 1.22 black black legendary women artists you know what um and the biggest verses yet with over five billion impressions online Mm. and we're including the apple music views we're including um, 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 views that were on Instagram, like in general, like just the biggest ever. I enjoyed it. I know you enjoyed it. It was something that we have been waiting for. I, I know it's, it was versus of friends and not of, you know, enemies. But, mm. all right. Well, then let's talk about it. So, let, yeah, let's talk about it. First, and not to take anything away from their accomplishment, that's huge. Um, and I think that their verses i think as long as we want to see the verses like as long as it's somebody that we really want to see mm-hmm. the the verses that's about to come up can usually always i think that they you know they're, they're standing on the shoulders and the backs of the previous verses that came before them mm-hmm. to get them those views and mm-hmm. as long as it's somebody that we want to see people will keep coming back so this that's is true. awesome that's true. I think that the numbers just keep getting higher and higher each time. If they take uh, Swizz and Tim, if you you know you, I we read a whole score, you know, versus wish list in the beginning. You know, you just throw a brother a little bit of credit if you take any of them, mm-hmm. you know, any of them versus matches. That's all I'm saying. We want maybe good too. Um, <laughs> back a little. But my issue with this versus was not Brandy and Monica. It really was y'all. It was mm-hmm. really y'all. I was really annoyed. I know, like, because, okay, so we had this versus, and all, as soon as it started, like, it, it was it was seconds, minutes in. I am I read the Twitter's already blowing up about, oh, here they go being petty, talking about, oh, this one doesn't like that. Ooh, she's being petty. Mm-hmm. Ooh, she's being this. She's being that. And it's like, dag, you know, there's no way that they could have won. No matter what they did, 
if they would have came in there all smiles, hugging like pretty much they did, um, trying to brush stuff under the rug and let the past be the past, y'all would not have let any of that go. It doesn't matter what they did. And I just think that that was, I just kind of found that really disgusting. I don't mean, I mean, I, I found it disgusting in this age where we're, you know, we're so quick to, you know, cis this and black queen and black king and always uh-huh. trying to bring together, you know, trying to, trying to, I, I feel like we're in, we've entered this, this space of trying to create bridges and create healing, especially amongst us. And to know that these two, yes, obviously we know that there's history. We know that there's something there. When they got there, Monica has said that they said they hadn't spoken like eight years mm-hmm. until that day. I think probably since the last um, single, it all belongs to me. So th- they have like a rocky history. However, they were still, I think that when you saw them in person, they brought all that. Like they weren't trying to hide any of that. And that's what I appreciated. It was like, yes, we've been through this. We've been through that. But hey, we're going to sit down and we're going to get through this. And we can be cordial with one another. And we can be cordial. And that's what I saw. I saw two black women with the past, with the history, uh, with a checkered past, some great, some not that great, sit there and really try to be sisterly. To be there mm-hmm. for each other, and it may not be what you wanted it to be. But I mean, what did what what did we expect? I love the moments when I saw Monica singing Brandy songs, and when Brandy was singing Monica songs. And there was a moment when you know Brandy was trying to get Monica to sing with. I, I just thought Monica didn't know the words to the song. That's one of them <laughs> songs you think that you know the words to until somebody asks you to that sing it. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> That but was hilarious. <laughs> I just said, really come on, chime in. And Monica was like, mm. <laughs> okay, yeah, right, oh. right, okay, yeah. But um, I just thought that it was, I, I, these are two of our don't, don't let it be until something bad happens to the two of them that then you start to go into how much we appreciate and love them and all like that. It's like they're there, right there, right now. Why don't we create like a, some, a positive vibe? I already know that, and, and you already know that they have this cloud over their head that they already they, they're already thinking that they're going to be scrutinized for everything, and exactly. so why feed into it? And I was just like, eh. it reminded me of me and, and what I said before about the whole versus has been nice and stuff, but I want to see cattiness. I want to see <laughs> you know spice. I want to see you know people who secretly really hate each other go at it one-on-one you know because we tried to get that with the teddy and babyface and it was really just teddy 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 babyface was like passively like okay well that's cute so you know Mm -hmm. sean garrett in the dream it was the same sean was just mad you know drunk according to him he wasn't so allegedly and you know we got some cattiness but just wasn't enough for me you know (laughs) it wasn't enough i wanted more but i didn't i didn't want that for this because i feel like this right here is legendary. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have Brandy versus Monica. You know, we have the the rumors and the things like that. We have two talented women, you know, with one another. I didn't want to see them be catty. I'd rather see that with, with Drake and Kanye. Mm-hmm. You know, but the fact that we didn't get cattiness, even though some people might have pointed out here and there where, you know, it was some moments. shady moments. Okay, and I can agree to that, you know. Um what I did want from this versus is more of them singing live, or they should have ended it by singing "The Boy Is Mine" together. They did. Mm. They lip sync it. Thank you. But it, and but it nice that's to not see it. exactly. Yeah. It would have been but, nice to 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 play into you know, hey, yeah, even though we're cool, but 
Imagine if they did like run for run in the boy's mind. Like, right. That been <laughs> nice. At the end, it looked like they kind of didn't want to sing it. It looked like they was like, like Randy looked like she was in it. Monica was looked like she was like, because mm, it, yeah. it yeah. just like, that's a hard song to like sing and then turn around and be like, I love you, girl. Afterward, like you really just got finished like <laughs> cursing her out and runs. Must right. you do the things you do? Yeah. You keep on acting like a fool. And I wrote the song. Come here. So it's <laughs> Brandy right. was, and I love Brandy's little Brandy. Um, love her. I always thought she was corny on Moesha, and the jokes were corny, and she thought it was corny jokes to this day. But <laughs> like, I feel <laughs> it's corny. Come on. But right. I also feel like a lot of times, like with things that she would say, would be like light shade. You know, like when she talked about the Wedding to Excel album. And about and Monica was like, I was invited to that. Oh, my bad. Like, well, no, I, yeah, and no, because I went and looked, it, I went and looked it up too, and I was like, no, Brandy's right. Brandy came out in '94 with her debut album. Then I looked up the Waiting to XL date that came out in Monica came out in like July of '95. Waiting to XL came out in like November of '95. So you can't expect if the if both of those albums were in production the same year, it's rare that one if your debut album is coming out, it's rare they even going to hear heard of you. They didn't even hear about you first. They even know about you like that to put you on like this iconic album. Who is this girl? So of course, yeah, no, they didn't call you yet. A year oh later, <laughs> a year later, year two later, then it would make sense. But it it really didn't make sense. Hearing that Monica was writing a lot of these songs at the age of twelve, excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Her relationship like, with Dallas Austin is like legendary. Yeah, and how he was, and how she be singing the backgrounds in the studio on Mad People stuff. Yeah. Damn. Don, Dallas had Monica. Dallas had Chili. Dallas had. Well, they I got don't know. Everywhere. I don't know if they were like that, but I think like you know working. Oh, when you said relationship, I automatically assumed. No, no, no. I'm a producer. So, all right, here we go. Let's start. We can just go through this real quick because I was here for the whole. And the other thing was I learned a lot of Monica's songs, too. Like, I was mm. watching, and I just already knew Brandy. I had a, I was going in Team Brandy the whole time, and I just hadn't knew she was going to sweep. But it wasn't a sweep. It was like, damn, all right, Monica, I forgot about that one. And, okay, and I didn't even know that one, but I need to listen to that. Let me go pull up some of these Monica albums that I might have slept on. Um, right. And lastly, it really, I'll t- we'll get there in a second. Okay, so round one, Brandy came in with What About Us versus Everything to Me. Right. Which I feel like were two different songs. Yeah. I would love when yeah, they do I verses like that, like keep it the same tempo. I felt like that a couple times too. Like, oh, I don't know if that goes there, but okay. But uh, right. I think Brandy got that one. Round two, Brandy, uh, he is versus A Dozen Roses. Mm. Um, he has is like a, an underrated track. A lot of people don't know about that. Mm-hmm. From Full Moon, I went back and really, I didn't even really get into Full Moon when it comes out. I know y'all get on me for that, but I went back and really revisited it this year, this week. I found like I already found like five or six of my faves that should have been my faves. Mm. Um, but that's good though when you get to go back to like different songs on the album. Like, hey, this is actually this actually uh-huh. slaps. Uh huh. Ooh, this is tough. Full Moon versus So Gone. What do you say? Again, two different songs. Yeah, I know. Um, it was like, okay. And I don't know who would have won that one. Because Full Moon, I could play that. And to this day, I play that. And that's my What's song. This, I'm, look, like, I'm looking at Billboard right now. Billboard gave that round to Monica. Because 
so good. It's, it's the listen, boy. I'm loud. Like it's. Uh, I know. Come on, it's. It's Kick hard. Kick down your doors and smack your chick. And it's then Brandy was hard. like, Brandy was like, oh yeah, I know about that. I've been one of them. <laughs> like like that. Right. I loved moments like that. It was like she's talking about when Monica whooped her ass, and they just laughing about it. That's hilarious. It was. Um, <laughs> I want to be down versus don't take it personal. Ooh, that's hard. Now that that makes now more sense. that makes sense. And that makes more sense. Yikes! I don't know. <laughs> when you go toe for toe with their first albums, I don't know, it's man. One of them days. I don't know, man. I'm going with I want to be down. Of course, you're gonna go with I want to be down. I just you. Sorry. <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs of all time. But it that's is. One of, but I love that Monica song, though. Oh, my goodness. Brandy's Baby versus Monica's Like This and Like That. Mm, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of songs I was just giving to Brandy because I knew them. Mm-hmm. And they were they were more known. Like, like, like This and Like That. I had to go back and listen. That was on her, Monica's debut. I had to listen mm-hmm. to some of those, too. Around Brand- Angel, Angel in Disguise versus You Should Have Known. Angel in Disguise. That's what I say. Like anytime beats everything. Billboard gave it to to Monica versus you. Should, but I love, but I love you. Should have known better though. Oh, that's a beautiful. And I think that that's, song. I think that that's actually a good matchup too. Angel in the Sky it versus is. you should have known better because they both talk about the same thing. It is. But I'm sorry when you. But I'm. But I love you, babe. I didn't even know that was fucking Joe. We just. I didn't I didn't know that was Joe either. Oh my God! The rain track, you hear? You just like. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. An angel that... is said to be one of God's most. Come on, the poems. Words. How would you feel about the poems as well? I was like, people were hating on the poems. It was like, oh, Brandy, I'm tired of this. I was like, yo, don't wait for something bad to happen to Brandy for you to be like, oh. I used to, I'm going to start writing poetry and reading my poems like Brandy used to do. Like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to get on my Moesha shit. I loved it. The way she came. Every All the different artists have come prepared to introduce their songs differently. And Brandy did it that way. And she probably is somebody who really writes in journals. And, and, you know, the way that she comes up with her songs and whatnot, that's a deep process. She was giving you a glimpse into how she creates. I thought I was here for it. I was as well. Okay. Uh. uh oh. Missing you versus for you, I will. That's a good match. For you, I will. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For you, I will. Missing you makes me cry so much. And child. But I really love my my son for you, I will. That just reminds me of Space Jam. Mm -hmm. Everybody get up. It's time to jam now. We got a real thing going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All right. Okay. Almost doesn't count versus why I love you so much. What's why I love you so much? See, that's the thing. I don't know it now, but here. Why I love you so much. Okay. Yeah, almost doesn't count. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, mm, ooh, this is hard. Broken hearted versus love all over me. Broken hearted. But not the version with Wanye. The version just by herself. 
from her first album. Yes. That's why it sounds different. I went back to listen to it, and I was like, this does not sound like the version I heard. Mm-mm. The version from her herself sounds really like Bobby Browned out. It's better. It's better. It's better. All right. Word. Uh, uh, ooh. Ooh. Okay. 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 Anything to find you versus top of the world. Come on. And I really like when she when she played that Rick Ross song. When she played that Rick Ross song, Brandy was like, "Is this new?" Is this new? <laughs> oh my god! It's like no, but I really do like that song. Though. <laughs> I love how Brandy was like genuinely like curious on a lot of things. And, like, but that's because the song started off because Monica. They came back and Monica was like, "New Monica," and then the song started off, "New Monica," and then it started. Brandy's like, "Is this new?" Is this new? <laughs> she was like, "No, girl, this not new." <laughs> But oh, Monica was playing her oh, new oh, song. Oh, like, was, oh, this is Carisha's favorite. And Brandy's like, who Carisha? It's Carisha. <laughs> Carisha. So my friend from the city goes, oh, oh I'm sorry, but hey, Carisha. <laughs> like, I loved those moments. I thought it was genuine. More <laughs> of that. Oh, hey, Carisha. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> still standing versus borderline. Um, Still standing. Brandy also played like a few from B7. And I didn't think she, she played was one. She played she played two. Okay. And, she, and you can't even really call the second one two because the second one came out on Daniel Caesar's album first, which was right. um, Love Again. That's Love right. Again versus Commitment. Mm, Love Again. Love Again because that's a good track. And I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> That's the thing. When Monica was singing it, I was like, okay, I need to get into my Monica bag. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Monica's slow jam versus Monica's slow jam featuring Usher versus Brandy's put it down featuring Chris Brown. Slow jam. That was a great, That's a good match. That's a good match. That's a good match. Yeah. Even though it was two different tempos, but yeah. slow jam. Um yeah, and I definitely forgot about put it down. A lot of people didn't like that, you know, that version of Brandy, but I like that. I love that album. Y'all niggas slept. That's fine. Stay asleep. Uh the first mm-hmm. night versus Who Is She to You? That's a good match. That was amazing, and I'm giving it to the first night, even though I love Who Is She to You. Ooh. I'm giving it to the first night. Okay, can't do it. I gotta give it to Who Is She to You. But I get it. I get it. Oh, are we keeping tab? We're not keeping score. We're not keeping tab. I don't want to. Okay. Um, Knock Knock versus Best Friend. Two different songs, but definitely Best Friend. Mm. Billboard gave it to Monica. Of course they I went back back and I I realized how much of Brandy's first album I didn't know. I really just hopped on number two and kept riding, but like, and I want to be down. But then I went back and listened to Baby, and I was like, I really, I know this song. I was like, I really, but I realized how much I didn't know know it. Mm-mm. And then Best Friend, I just realized, and like, that's she straight up wrote that to Ray J, which is mm-hmm. really, nice. Mm-hmm. really nice. I dedicate that to my best friend, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um. Before you walk out of my life versus ooh, this is good. Before you walk out of my life versus sitting up in my room. Oh, that's tough. That's equal. See, they really are each other's equal. <laughs> that one was so good, and that's why they want to keep score because that that I don't I don't know. I never meant to cause you no pain. I don't know, man. I just want to go back. 
Again, 12 years old. A baby in middle school. How you was 12 when Brandy came out and you were six when The Matrix came out? Make Get it. <laughs> make it. Get an eight. No, I'm talking about Brandy was 12. I mean, Monica oh, was 12. Not oh, me. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Closer, get an age. <laughs> Pick a starting place in life. <laughs> Go some Christmas future, past and present. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Monica, before. Oh, I don't know. What do you say? What do you say? Before you walk out of my life is... I'll amazing. give it to Monica. I'll give it to Monica. Even though I love sitting up in my room. The I, I learned how to sing. Is... I learned... Yes. I learned how to <laughs> sing in my room singing that song. But Before You Walk Out of My Life is a... I love that. They're both really great. Yes. Every time the beat drop verses talk about our love, that's not a question to me. Okay. And I... I worked. I I was I was interning. This was 2005. I was interning at a promote a radio promotion spot during the city, and one of our records was "Every Time the Beat Drop" featuring them by Monica. That was one of the songs we had to promote. Good mm. song, but mm. I still choose talk about our love because it's a couple of things I can't honor, man. How you listen to a girl that still want a man? Tell me the truth. Is that a man that you want a man? I'm wondering why she had to go like Wanda then. When we met you was a V like Madonna, man. Now you That's went still line, running plays okay. like Donovan. <laughs> McNabb, before you get in the cab, I traded my cab just to take you back to last summer, man. You don't remember when you was my sweetest. You don't remember I called you Reese's Pieces because it's no wrong way to man. do you know what. Where is she that guy? around and get consensual. So, no, I don't know. I don't know. Where is he? Come back, sir. <laughs> Come back. It's quiet. Oh, gosh. That was the first Kanye rap I ever learned. It wasn't even his song. It was on Brandy's. But that's the really? first one I ever learned. Yeah, like all the way through. I was like, oh, this is too hot. I've got to know this. Sideline ho versus put that on everything. That's not evenly matched. And this was when Brandy was like, don't say ho. Don't yeah, say ho. Surprise listening. And, you know, and it's like, okay, girl. And then Sur- I went back Sur- and listened to Brandy. Right. And I went back to listen to Brandy's albums on Okay, which song she's talking about shit and all of this. I'm like, what's the I don't know. I don't know. But then she harmonized Ho and it sounded nice. Yeah, she did. (laughs) When You Touch Me versus Trust featuring Monica. Trust. When You Touch Me. Okay. Wow. When You Touch Me is like like the most underrated song on Full Moon and you're going to say the featuring song Monica's featured on that. You're gonna put that over when you touch me. I really enjoy trust. I don't. Oh. I don't want to. I don't want to put it over. But I really do enjoy trust. Okay. Well. I mean, I enjoy when you. T- okay. No, no. You said it once, so you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Just right for me versus have you ever? Have you ever? Have because you duh. Ever. I do. I do. <laughs> oh. And then they did the boys march, and it was perfect. Right. And all I want to say, legendary, we loved it. I just want to wrap it up with, you know, I think that if y'all could get over your petty and allow them to be in a safe space, maybe they could get together long enough to actually do the tour. And I would think that coming out of quarantine, I would love to see a Brandy Monica tour. But they already said that the reason that they had issues in the beginning was because people around them was getting in their ears, all in their head. So why just please, please don't just diffuse all that. Let's create a safe space for them because I want to see that. And I dare to say 
I would also love a Monica Brandy album. Mm. I'd like I'd like an album. I think that they they could match each other and do amazing things. They could do each other's backgrounds at some points. We could have more duets. You know, not just we could have some songs just Brandy, some songs just Monica. It could be produced by Missy and Timbaland. Missy for uh, Monica and Timbaland for Brandy. Come together, make something in between. You know, throw a little bit of dark child. Dark child in there. Ooh. Look just but but not if y'all keep creating this 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 unsafe space it's not gonna happen so that's all amazing battle yes we're gonna go oh on the way listeners what is your favorite brandy and monica song tweet us in on the way weekly and let us know we're gonna go and we'll be right working all night and now i need it you call my name where you at on the way how far on the way poppin poppin on the way how far we take it all the way yeah 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 i've been going all day and now i need to hear you say my name where you at on the way how we're back and it's time to get into the blackness don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. So what happened this week, Khalil? I'm not going to lie. This is probably going to be the saddest blackness Mm-hmm. segment we've ever had just right. based on the title of the segment and what i'm about to say um so we were all up and then on friday night i was up working on some music and i was in the chat and i got this message that sylvie dropped in there it is with immeasurable grief that we confirm the passing of chadwick Bozeman. Mm-hmm. chadwick was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer in 2016 and battled it with these and battled it these last four years as it progressed to stage four a true fighter chadwick preserved through it a true fighter chadwick persevered through it all and brought you many of the films you have come to love so much, from Marshall to The Five Bloods, August Wilson's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and several more. All were filmed during and between countless surgeries and chemotherapy. It was the honor of his career to bring King T'Challa to life in Black Panther. He died in his home with his wife and his family by his side. The family thanks you for your love and prayers and asks that you continue to respect their privacy during this difficult time. I have watched, I've gotten like halfway through Black Panther since this has happened. I immediately Mm. just wanted to watch it. I haven't even gotten all the way through because I have to keep stopping and pausing and just looking at the the excellence that was given to that movie and the the re, the regality and the sense of identity that that created and the poise that he stepped into to create that character to represent so much more than just T'Challa, but to represent, you know, we already know that he was represented. He represented, you know, black boys all over the country, all over the world who could finally see themselves as like the coolest Marvel character ever. He's my profile character on my Disney Plus. You, you can choose like a little avatar. He's been, he's been mine. Um, on Twitter, I call myself, I used to call myself Kachala yeah <laughs> it's, come on inspiration um but on top of that this guy was also so immediately what i did the next day i went back and i watched his commencement speech from howard university 
because mm-hmm. he graduated from the same department that I did. The same, um, he was a directing major. I was an acting major. They didn't have the directing program when I was there, but I directed a couple of things while I was there. Won an award for directing. I would love. I would have definitely participated in that. And that if I could have. He. That speech always gets me because when he starts it, he starts to speak about the the our professors who have all passed, and he starts naming the same exact professors that I've had, and so I know that he has the <clears throat> the same pearls of wisdom that I have, like we're we're rooted in that same thing, and just to see how he, you can tell the kind of the 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 spirit of a person. Mm-hmm when they're on camera and when they're off camera and you can see his interviews off camera and see the kind of the consistent spirit that he had that made him who he was. But you can also see it in his roles, how grounded he was, how poised he was. I don't think it was a mistake either. Like if you look at his filmography, I would just be like, dang, how does he do all this? He has the roles that he played are roles that actors play in a lifetime. And he did all those biopics Within less than 10 years. Exactly. Exactly. Thurgood Marshall, Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson, James Brown. Jackie Robinson, James Brown. And he he passed on Jackie Robinson Day, too, which was nuts. um, I think it was a shock, mainly because we didn't know about it. I remember months ago when he was speaking, I believe, about Jackie Robinson. Um and on, on it was a Jackie Robinson day when he released that video and I remember looking at it because I follow him on IG and saying like wow Chadwick kind of looks a little slim you know maybe it's a role that he's playing but like he looks like a little bit extra slim and then when I saw clips of um the five bloods I'm like okay well maybe he was getting slimmer for this role for but, this one right mm-hmm but, you know, little did we know he was sick the whole time. And, of course, you had people online who were saying cruel things and things like that, which made him take down the video um, mm. because people can be cruel. But also the fact that he kept that in. And and I'm glad that he didn't sit there and, you know, let the world know, like, hey, I'm dealing with this. Because I think he probably would have felt that, you know, people would be, like, like sympathize or, like, maybe try to, like, hold him back or think, like, oh, no, or, like, you know. You know how people act when they find out someone's sick? You know, mm-hmm. it's always like, oh, well, you know, act, you know, really, really precious. And he was going, he was doing these things. Like, he was mm-hmm. filming these roles, doing his stunts, and really trying to stick through and do everything without letting anyone else but his close immediate family know what he was dealing with and going through. The fact that he did Black Panther with colon cancer, mm-hmm. he did that whole movie with colon cancer. Mm-hmm. This happened in 2016. That didn't come out till 2018. He was going through that whole period knowing that he had stage three colon cancer. <clears throat> the saddest part to me is that he just didn't find out until he was stage three, which is just a reminder to black men go to, you know, go to the doctor. Right. But the thing is, you're not even supposed to start checking for that until you're like 45. Mm. And so he's two years under. And so it's, it's, um, <sighs> The cancer disease, the the cancer is, you know, this, it never, it, it never makes anybody happy. It's always hard to to, 
deal with that, to know somebody who's dealing with that. Exactly. I think so many of the things that we're doing now in terms of being vegan and, and the way, we, you know, this generation is just switching up the lifestyle and being more conscious of it is to specifically avoid cancer because it's something that we, we don't know where it comes from. And we can, we're feeling like we can only we're trying to do what we can to avoid, you know, being putting hazardous things in our bodies that we don't know where they come from. But the fact that there's still no cure for that. Crazy, right? Yeah. So rest in peace, Chadwick. Thank you. Thank you for your work. Thank you for your contribution. Um, as fellow artists, as a fellow actor, I know that as we keep going, we, we're doing things like this with, with people like you in mind to continue your legacy to continue your um just the legacy of excellence that you have when it comes to your artistry thank you (sighs) all right um this week for my queen spotlight i want to shine a beautiful light on the first black woman to host the vmas and the virtual vm the first virtual um mtv vmas the Kiki Palmer. I always talk about giving people their flowers when they deserve it. Um, and while they're here and while they're around, um, I want to commend Kiki Palmer for not only, I didn't get a chance to catch it, but I only saw like, you know, little clips. She did do a You like the VMAs? She needs her own freaking. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, variety show already. Yeah. Like yeah. I've already go ahead. I'll let you finish because no, I was gonna round it off. Kiki's very talented, um, all around. I mean, I remember seeing Kiki from a killing a bee, from being the little bad girl from um Madea's uh uh family reunion, I believe. Um, you know, to growing up and 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 being on her show, um, True, I think True Jackson VP or whatever on Nickelodeon. Like she can, mm-hmm. she can prove that she can be all around. I still think that she can do Angela Bassett's um biopic when she gets a little bit older because oh heck yeah i feel like she can tap into that you know and um i'm just glad kiki's gonna get the recognition she's gonna be on the proud family um reboot that's coming out hopefully soon it was supposed to be like i think later on this year but i believe it's coming out probably early next year 2021 um so just shout out to kiki man and and for those who don't know, and she she dropped a new single mm. and performed it on vmas as well so yeah, shout out right, to Kiki right. and like y'all, y'all gotta really give this girl her things. Like she is not afraid like to be it. vocal about anything, and is you know she's in the streets protesting. She's out and about. She's there. She is that girl. I remember. So another Howard story. I remember when um we were there. I was like junior or like senior year, I think, and we had. There was something happening. I think it was during homecoming, and my friend Adarius he got asked to my friend Adarius and Matthew they got asked to Kiki Palmer who was coming for homecoming, <clears throat> but she also wanted to like view the college because she was thinking about going to you know school. So they got assigned to like you know show her around and whatnot. And I would pop up every now and then because I just see them throughout the day, and I'm like, oh okay, what's up? She was really, really, really talkative. Really, really like like buzzy, like full of energy, like won't like always on the go. I love. And that. I thought that she was really cool. I was like, she would fit in really well here. 
I like love she, that. Would, she would, this would be her full experience. She would love it. I don't think she ended up coming. She ended up continuing to be a star. The gag is she's still a star. <laughs> the gag is <laughs> the gag is she's still a star. Come on, but, Pinky with the damn the damn video of I don't know who this man is. I know sorry the damn my life. Sorry, to this man. <laughs> sorry like, to this come man. on, man. Um, the fact that you know her show, they had her. She was on the show with her Sarah and um uh what's my myth Strayhand on abc before uh-huh. covid they had the show going and then the covid came and it got canceled but she bounced right back up she needs her own tv show i don't i saw the vmas she was an amazing host to do a virtual like that <clears throat> amanda Seals set the bar kiki raised it and the way that she came with those skits all those different personalities that she had the way she was acting off of herself and right. having me screaming, like rolling on the ground, she needs her own show. And I think they've tried several times with like a talk show, but I think it needs to be like skit, skit, skits, variety, variety, like half hour for skit, skit, skits. And then the last 10 minutes interview because she wants to get deep into them issues, have some meaningful guests on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how you got to round it out. Kiki, you know, holla at me over here at Instinct Entertainment. We got a little, I got a little something I could produce for you. We could put it together, sis. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Is that a Cali accent? It might be. Might oh be. Goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> On the way, listeners, what is your favorite Chadwick Boseman film, films, or memory of the legendary actor? Tweet us at On the Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. You. You don't need nobody else. Is you trying to see me later? Sending pictures from my phone and flooding up your day. Cause I don't be waiting for, for nobody but you. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, When you invest in a seed, watching it grow without you, that is a bitter pill to swallow. Sometimes you need to feel the pain and sting of defeat to activate the real passion and purpose that God predestined inside of you. Uh, this is from Chadwick Boseman, and um, uh, that's from the speech. That's from the Howard commencement speech. I feel like this is raw because a lot of times people want you to like they they want to sugarcoat things. They want to make the, the the blows you know soft for you and not rough. And I feel like no, you have to really like go through the negativity. You have to go through the pain. You have to go through the bad times in order to get to the good like when it comes to success when it comes to what you really are working for working towards imagine you're trying to work towards a goal and it's so easy it's one two three and you become successful over it you know you never know what hap- what can what can what can defeat this goal you never know what can knock down this success because you've never been through it you know you can never say that you've grounded grinded so hard for something because you never went through the negative parts. You never went through when this this you know this crashed or when I hit rock bottom. And how do I bring myself back up from it? Mm-hmm. In the speech, he was talking about this in the context of when he was working. He 
I've heard, I'd, now I'd heard this before. I heard that he had a, a, a reputation of being difficult as a difficult actor to work. He, he had the reputation of being a difficult actor to work with in the industry. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I was like, it don't make sense to get all this work and he's difficult. And you have to really watch the way that people label you and why they call you those things. Mm-hmm. And he was, from his speech, he was called difficult because he was standing up for his integrity. He was, I think he got cast, it was like All My Children, or I think, or one soap opera that he was starting in. And he was like, it was like the most money that he would ever have gotten before. And he signed up, he went to do the role. And he said like, you know, with the, with the role that they gave him, it was really stereotypical. Not that it couldn't be somebody's truth, but it was just incomplete as an actor who has training. And you just can't you can't judge your characters but you need something you know full to work with to craft a character and he was just stereotypical he was like without a dad he was he got into drugs and he would ask the producers like can you tell me like you know what happened to my dad and he was like oh he left when you were young it was like okay that's not a like what what is really going on so he would ask questions to try to get to the heart of it so they fired him and after he crafted this character and guess who they replaced him with Michael B. Jordan. Oh my God. And so he's talking about how he did all this work and he crafted it. And it's hard to see you do all that work and then they bring somebody else in, answer your questions, you know, do some more crafting behind the character and then a fire you can bring somebody else in to replace the work that you started. And he was saying, you know, that can, so that, it was hard for him to get work after that. It was hard for him to, he was a little blackballed Mm -hmm. and he was saying, but that didn't make him be quiet. It it ignited something in him to make sure that he continued to speak up and continue to have integrity in his work. And that's what I think he's saying when he was saying, you know, when you go through things like that, you can choose it. You can the way you rise up from it, you can choose to let it squelch you, you know, you know, you, you let it squander you and, and, and succumb to it. Or you can um, or you can let it inspire you to, you know, to go deeper into that change that you were trying to see for yourself. And that's what he did. And I think it comes through in all his work. You can see the integrity. You can see the poise. You can see the the the. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think he never had to sell out. Right. Or, or play a character that was just like, oh, really? You know, he always played something that was meaningful. It wasn't Cause even, anything. Because even when you play, when you see the biopics, like sometimes you can think, oh gosh, like they can you can really not do a biopic well sometimes, and it mm-hmm. can just do it just to do it. But even every time you see him and he is playing these major roles, it's done well, and like you can tell that there's work that was done, and none of the each character doesn't seem like they're the same. He he was he was awesome. R.I.P. Man, I still can't watch um, Black Panther. I tried to the other day, and I was like, Nah, I can't, not yet. And then all the stars no. came on where I was, and I was like, mm, I don't want to listen uh-huh. to this album right now. <laughs> I don't want to do this yet. Um, I know uh-huh. it's it's gonna happen. And also, he has a film coming out. Uh, I believe it's later on this year. My raining probably. Mhm. So yeah, with Viola Davis, yeah, produced by Denzel, you know, and that's it. And Denzel, yeah, God bless, God bless, Chadwick. 
Okay, yeah, let's get out of here because I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, it's sad, man. You think about it, you're like, damn, damn, like 2020. Like I know 2020. <laughs> like what? You <laughs> gotta chill, yo. Somebody says because people were licking ice cream in 2019. You know, you know, <laughs> go to the supermarket. <laughs> Licking ice cream and deep throwing damn cucumbers, and that's why. And that's where we at now. And that's, that's why we had a, a fuck up of twenty twenty, man. Shit went downhill, just downhill, just taking a whole bunch of people. Oh, you idolize somebody? We gonna take them. You really like this artist? We gonna take them. It's just, oh man. Well, that just brings me back to let's just celebrate people while they're here. While they're Thank here. You, Thank you, Lord, for another Beyonce birthday. Thank you, Father. If you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram oh <laughs> and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L. You can find me on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash KXD Music. And you can find all my music streaming on Tidal, Apple Music, Spotify, any digital streaming platform under Khalil Daniel. Please send me your email address. It's about to go down. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. My fit advice for everyone this week is to make sure you get as much vitamin D as possible because even though summer is not over, it's feeling real fallish nowadays. And this Labor Day weekend is like probably the last time we're going to get really decent, good weather. Um those of you who really love fall and enjoy being outside and the brisk air and all the pumpkin spice and the hoodies, you know, y'all will enjoy that. But someone like me who was a summer baby who's not a summer baby, um, I'm trying to soak in as much vitamin D as possible because it's going to go away. And we're going to be trapped in the house this summer, this, um, this winter. So I love summer, but I love we know. fall. We know. You like inconsistent weather changes and things I'm like that. I'm looking forward to taking my air conditioner out of my window so I can see the full view again, you know. Um, yeah, I'm just, I like not, you know, burning to death, you know, melting every time I go outside just to walk to the car and walk back and be covered in sweat so you know it, I like I like yes amen we are polar opposite but it's okay well. and for everything else you heard this week you can find us on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way and on our facebook at facebook.com slash instinctentinc and if you love what you hear please make sure to like comment subscribe refer to a friend let us know how you think on our Apple Podcast. On the Apple Podcast app. <laughs> yes. <laughs> our podcast. On our Apple. On this, on this here app. On this here Apple Podcast app. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Not, you won't be able to find me for until next. I'll be in hiding in hibernation until next Thursday. Next, um, I will be the Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man. Um, Black Widow. What's the what's the what's the what's the bow one? What's the one with the bow? Hawkeye, Hawkeye, and Thor. I'll be all of them. Starting right now. I heard that he is. I don't know if he's a, a playable character or a main character. Um, hopefully they make another Avengers game after this. But this is just the original six. 
Also, before you go, what do you think they should do with Black Panther? I haven't got there yet. Mm-hmm. Some people say don't recast and just start with Shuri. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more in the story. Like it was so like I remember you. I know where you, you were hearing the um, the talk that Beyonce was gonna play Storm in Black mm-hmm. Panther too, and that was just because she signed the Blackest King deal before y'all went crazy and started putting petitions against it. But that's another story. Happy birthday, me. Um, but that is true. T'Challa marries Storm, and that's like part of her origin story. Or actually, like you know, she's already established, but she comes back and they get married. They get divorced actually too. But like, I wanted to see that. So I don't know if you can just stop with cut out the child's story and start with Shuri. I think you have to recast. I think they have to recast. Mm. And I'm not ready for that. Nobody is. I don't even think they get <coughs> ready for that. Yeah, no. But this is like nobody. This sucks. It does. It does. Uh, prayers up for the Bozemans. God bless. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We stress, we grind, one